Game six tonight in the Smoothie King Center. It's win or go home, an elimination game for the New Orleans Pelicans. What must they do against the Phoenix Suns to force a game seven? Let's break down how the Pelicans win in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday, game day. Is any better than this? This is fun. A little bit of stress. I won't won't disagree with that. But this is fun. Do or die an elimination game for the Pelicans. Backs to the wall. Time for them to show us what they're made of, who they are. Time for Brandon Ingram and company to step up. We're going to talk in today's show about how they get the win against the Phoenix Suns and force a game seven. Oh man, that's going to be fun. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. Helps keep the show free and five days a week for y'all. Free. Did I mention that? No one else is coming to you like this five days a week with the Pelicans talk that you want to hear. And today we're going to talk about how the Pelicans win. And so I've got three kind of keys to the game. And these are things that probably need to happen. And let's start it with this one. Just be the Pelicans. Be the Pelicans. Be you, right? Do what got you here. I I don't think that the team needs to necessarily change the starting lineup. I I kind of like that while we've been a little reactionary, Willie Green has not. And clearly we trust him enough to kind of have the pulse of the team, the feel of the team. We've talked about this. And there's some things he needs to change. And we'll talk about that in the third segment in today's show. But they need to get back to kind of who they are. That .5 mentality, right? We've talked about it on the show. A lot's been written about it elsewhere, too. You just need to be you, that .5 mentality. And when you look at this team in Tuesday night's game, 15 turnovers compared to just 14 assists, that's not them. That's not .5, right? One of the things I noticed in that game was that they just kept taking shots so late in the shot clock. In game five, 16% of their shots were with four seconds or left, uh, four seconds or less left on the shot clock. Super late shot clock usage. Their average in this series in the first four games was only 7%. That's not 0.5. That's not stappy ball movement. That's you just holding onto the ball because you can't get anything going. And we've watched this team, right? Some of the lineups particularly with Hayes, have made spacing a problem, have made it just kind of easy to crowd onto Brandon Ingram and, to an extent, C.J. McCollum too, though I think a lot of that is also just McCall Bridges being really, really freaking good. So get back to being you. Move the ball. Off-ball movement, cutting, screens, not just standing around letting Brandon Ingram kind of hunt for the shot that he wants. Give, just move, just move, Right? That's kind of the biggest thing. If I could give you one takeaway, it's BU, 0.5. They've averaged 25 assists per game this season. 14 in game five, you're going to lose. More off-ball movement. And this also probably means more Jose Alvarado. 
we've known that he's there to kind of just piss Chris Paul off, and he's done a, done a great job of that, and it's been so much fun, right? But he also gets this team into their sets early. He pushes the pace like unlike any other guard out there. Devontae Graham doesn't do that. CJ hasn't been doing that in this series. So maybe it does mean more Jose in a little bit earlier just to have a guy that can kind of push the pace, that can prevent you from getting into those like, oh crap moments. There's, there's, there's three seconds left. Someone's got to shoot. That offense is easy to defend. Get back to being, as I dropped my pen here, being you. Being you, which is 0.5 seconds. And that probably does mean you need to take make some tweaks to the lineup and the rotations. And let's talk about Trey Murphy in the next segment coming up here in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and info. So you can find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. Look, right now it's Pelicans plus two. They're underdogs in this game still. We'll, We'll mention... Devin Booker, too. That's going to come up in the third segment of today's show. And they also have all your live betting that you could want, whether it's playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action over at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for y'all. Break, uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We got a whole lot coming this offseason. Hopefully that doesn't start tomorrow. I don't think it'll start tomorrow. But whenever it comes, we got a whole lot to talk about. That Lakers pick, we'll be doing draft prospect previews, things like that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you're tuned into the show because we ain't stopping anytime soon. And now make Locked On Now your next listen. The nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts on both sides of it. It's going to give you the context that you can't get just from by looking at a box score. So subscribe to Locked On Now, available wherever you get your podcasts and free as well. All right, so let's talk about <laughs> Trey Murphy. I, I, like, It's obvious, right? They need to play him more. Again, I don't think they need to change the starting lineup. I'm fine with Jackson Hayes playing. I'm even fine with Devontae Graham getting some minutes, though not nearly as much, and that's going to come into what we're going to talk about in the third segment where we need to see a little bit more from Willie Green. But you do need more Trey Murphy. It's really that simple. And it's a shooting thing, right? It's a fact that the defense respects him. When he's on the court, they have an 11.7 net rating. That is insanely good. When he's off, their net rating's bad. He has consistently been positive with a plus minus other than the worst one he had was a minus one in this series I don't know what to say right like the numbers bear it out and the eye test bears it out too look at how much more space Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum have when Trey Murphy is out there on the court and that's even if he's missing threes that's even if he's not taking shots the Phoenix Suns defense respects Trey Murphy that should do it right there I don't know if he needs to start You know, if you want to play Jackson Hayes five minutes, fine. I get it. That's what got you there. I trust Willie Green that if he wants to keep that for a little bit. But you probably do need more Trey Murphy to give you some just court spacing. If he doesn't shoot, if he doesn't do a thing, it's fine. As long as the Phoenix Suns defense is respecting him. And he's not shooting amazingly, though he's hit some threes this series. 
And this is going to be on Brandon Ingram and CJ to actually pass them the ball, something they didn't do. It was kind of weird in game five for whatever reason. I think that was them just being like, we got to do this ourselves. Trust your teammates. Put Trey Murphy out there. And if he's open, pass him the ball and let him take a shot. If he misses, it's fine because you're going to end up having the Phoenix Suns still try and guard him, still try and cover him. And we've seen CJ McCollum struggle, right? Struggle in this series particularly in game five. Well, yeah, when when you can throw two dudes at him, he's going to have a hard time. He's not the size of Brandon Ingram. He doesn't have those type of skills and that length to shoot over that in the mid-range. He gets his shot blocked when he's driving, you know, at times on bridges because there's no space. You need more space. This is 2022 in the NBA. More Trey Murphy minutes are a really important thing, I think. Defensively, he's not been great. I'll, I'll give you all that if you don't think he should be playing. But, you know, who, who else has been great, right? That's kind of the thing. You know, maybe Najee, but Najee doesn't command the same type of respect from the Phoenix Suns defense that Trey Murphy does. And so for that reason, I, th- I think both of them can get more minutes. And maybe this kind of ties into segment three when we're talking about kind of in-game adjustments from Willie Green. So that's coming up next that you could run Najee more. But I do think Trey Murphy is kind of the answer. Just the analytics bear it out and the eye test bears it out. When those two things are both matching up, come come on. They have the same data that I do here. I pull it from the, stat, the NBA.com slash stats website, right? This is the tracking data that coaches and teams get. They add even more and better stuff. And if this data is saying he's been this impactful for the team, do it. Right. Like, you know, we're kind of at a loss here. This is where we're seeing one of the flaws of Willie Green. And again, I think he's a really good coach. Like, I think he's a really good coach. But we saw him for a long time stick with Trey Murphy a little bit too. not Trey Murphy. Sorry, we want him to stick with Trey Murphy. Um, Garrett Temple. There we go. He hasn't played much. So I haven't thought about him in a while. So I blanked. Um, He stuck with him for too long. Right. You know, that was clearly a mistake that he had made early on in the year. And it took him a while to kind of get away from that. And he's kind of going through that again here, right? And I think that's kind of part of the problem. This is something that he's going to need to like learn how to handle and deal with. But you need more shooters out there. You need a bit of a change in your rotation because it did not work in game five. Again, 15, 14 assists to 15 turnovers. You're going to lose. This team averages 10 more per game than that. Come on. Move the ball. But it only works if you have the right lineup out there. If you make yourself easy to defend, and the Pelicans did that on Tuesday, you know, you only have yourselves to blame. And it's not necessarily just good defense from Phoenix. So we need to see more. More ball movement. More off-ball cuts. More off-ball actions. More screening. Things like that more Jose, more Trey Murphy to kind of just get this team into their sets earlier and just to add some desperately needed shooting and space for when things come down to it and don't make it easy to defend Brandon Ingram. Let's make him a threat, right? He's a really good player. You need to also do a little bit to help him though. And that's a guy like Trey Murphy. So let's talk a little bit more about what Willie Green can do in the moment. And I think that's an area that he's been struggling. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode. 
of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. I work on all my cars. I don't go anywhere else. I just go to rockauto.com when I need parts. And the second the season ends, and I got a lot more of my free time back. I'm getting that damn 76 Corvette running. And I will be ordering parts for it. And I'm going to be saving money by doing that because I'm ordering from rockauto.com. Save time and money when using rockauto.com over those chain auto parts stores that are only going to have like one part in stock. You got to go in there and deal with all of that. It's just more convenient to go online, order the parts at a better price. Don't choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same part from a chain store or a car dealership. You can get them at rockauto.com cheaper. Rockauto.com is a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every single customer. They have everything you could need radiators, radiator core support air conditioning condenser, right? I order all of my brake pads from there because I can look at the different ones. My car that I drive on a daily basis, I want good brake pads. I want good stopping power. Kind of simple as that. I spend a little bit more. But you can find parts that fit your budget, my motor oil, my engine coolant, all of that. It's just cheaper there, so I order it and have it when it's ready to go. So go explore their easy-to-use website today, and it is easy. It's your make, your model, the year. That That's it. And they're going to show you everything available for your car or truck. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us? Box that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Five days a week, breaking down the biggest stories around this team, giving you the insight and analysis you can't get anywhere else, at least not on a daily basis. So subscribe, tell a friend about the show, and leave a five-star review with a comment. Helps keep this free in five days a week for y'all. And, by the way, remember, it's it's the NFL draft going on during during the Pelicans game. Go check out Locked On Saints, host Ross Jackson, breaking down every possibility for the Saints and their first, uh, their two first-round picks. I forgot about it. I haven't been following it as much this year because of this playoff run for the team. Ross Jackson has been my lifesaver for keeping me up to date. Maybe a quarterback? Maybe? I'm kind of hopeful and a little bit excited, even though it's not the best draft for it. Check out Locked On Saints for all your black and gold and make them your second listen every day. All right, we are talking about game game six, do or die, elimination game for New Orleans. Does it get any more fun than this? We wanted meaningful basketball, basketball with stakes. Yeah, they're as high as possible right now. This is fun. The atmosphere in the Smoothie King Center is going to be absolutely electric, raucous, right? People are going to be fired up. Going to probably be drinking a little bit. That adds to the excitement, I think, too, and the intensity. You're going to hear a lot of chanting. That is going to be like one like organism moving in unison. It's going to rattle the Phoenix Suns. They were rattled very clearly in game four by everything that was happening. I cannot wait to be in there. It is going to be so much fun. It is a red out. I've got my Pels 12 versus the World shirt that I will be throwing on. I got the red blazer to go along with it. I've got the Lucky Jordans that I'm going to be wearing too. I cannot wait. This is going to be so much fun. Be there. It's going to be a really great time and support this team. So Willie Green has, I think, done a really... Look, he's a good coach, right? Like We all agree in this. We don't need to kind of keep rehashing that same thing. Dude is awesome. Just in every capacity, this dude is fantastic and is the right coach. 
Took three years to get there, but they did it, and that is all that matters. And we all, you know, in Willie, we trust. Earlier on in the season, I was texted with Todd Graffinini, radio voice of the New Orleans Pelicans, and he texted me back, in Willie, we trust, during that 1-13 in 13 start, the 3-16 and 16 start. And it was like, yeah, you know, he's been okay. And then as the season's gone on, my God, was that text, like, just smart, right? There's a reason, I guess, he works for the team and is calling the games. But it's true. He's Willie Green has been a very good coach, right? He's made adjustments. He's grown. He's made mistakes. He's learned from them. He's repeated some of those mistakes again, and then he's learned from them later. But you can't do that in a do-or-die game. This is not the type of game for it to be a learning experience. This is the type of game to get it right. And Willie Green needs to do that. The one area I think he's been lacking, right? His adjustments have been good. Look at how the Pelicans have fared in the third quarter. They've won those quarters. Because of adjustments Willie Green made at halftime. But one area that he has been lacking, I felt, is that moment-to-moment, we talked about this yesterday, that moment-to-moment adjustments. You know, and this is where, and this came from just a Napoli of Pro Pels Talk kind of had this idea of maybe they do need like a former experienced head coach on the bench to really lend some support to this rookie head coach or soon-to-be second-year head coach with some of the in-game, like in-the-moment management. When Devontae Graham is not having it, you need a quicker leash on him and you need to pull him from the game and get in a guy like Trey Murphy or Najee Marshall or Jose Alvarado. And that is something that Willie Green has struggled with. There's been stretches where it's just like, what are you doing? Get this guy out. And it's so painfully obvious, but not to the head coach, it feels like. And I get he's trusting his guys, but maybe that's where they need a really kind of respected, trusted advisor on the sideline with Willie Green to say like, hey, (laughs) uh uh-uh. You got to pull him, man, and to kind of get that through to him. That's an area he struggled. You need him to be on this in this game. Again, your backs are to the wall. It's do or die. It's an elimination game. This is not the game where it's like, okay, we'll make adjustments going forward because if you don't win, there are no more adjustments in this series, and your adjustments are for next season. We all want a game seven. We want to see the Pelicans advance. They need to get it right in this one, and that means... Being ready to kind of go with a bunch of dudes. You know, I'd rather have the rotation just be tightened to begin with. I could do without some of the Devontae Graham minutes. But again, if he wants to roll with him, I trust Willie Green in this some of these decision makings. But if he is off and he's not playing defense and he's missing shots, you got to pull him. And it goes for kind of anybody, right? That That's same for Jackson Hayes too. And so they really need to kind of get this one right and have those in-game adjustments Correct. If you realize guys aren't moving and it's making life hard on CJ McCollum, who struggled in game five with that, putting us that are going to move. It's it's really that simple, right? You know, this is not one of those games that you want to have regrets on. If the Pelicans do everything right and the Phoenix Suns just outplay them, so be it. I can live with that, right? You can live with that. It's disappointing. It stings. But the Phoenix Suns, you know, are a better team. That's fine. You lose to that great season. We will applaud them. We'll break it all down here five days a week like we do. And we'll talk about it. And we'll kind of look going forward with everything. But you don't want to, it's like you don't want to have regrets in this game, right? You don't want to have to go back and be like, man, I could have done so many things differently or this team could have done so many things differently that could have gotten them the win and extended the series. Go out and do your thing. Be you. And if you lose, you lose. But your head is held high and you did it right. That's that. But we've very clearly seen some lack of adjustments, you know, in the moment that are painfully obvious. 
that everyone is calling for. We're all of one mind on this. Don't have those in this game. Don't have those in this game. Just go out and get beat by the Phoenix Suns because they are better, not because you you made it easy on them. And I think that's really something I'm hopeful in this series, or in this series, in this game. But we'll see. No matter what, it's going to be fun. I cannot wait to be in the Smoothie King Center with this, wearing red with all of you, cheering for this team. And of course, we're going to be breaking it all down right after. I'm going to be racing home after the game to record a show. It'll be up as soon as I can get it. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Pelicans, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe, tell a friend about the show, and leave a five-star review with a comment. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Let's go, Pels.